Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Erica Jones with the Art of Transition podcast. And we have a special guest with us today. You know how it goes. Let our guests introduce themselves. So why don't you go ahead and tell the people who you are and what you got going on. Hey, guys. It's AQ and Cornette. And I am just here honored to be in Erica's presence, virtual presence. Well, I'm happy to have you, AQ. As you know, the podcast is about, you know, the art of transition. And over the years of knowing you, I've just watched you go through so many different transitions. I'm just so proud of you and the woman that you've become. And I just wanted to talk to you about a couple of different things, particularly like how you transition from being like a wild child thriller entrepreneur into like motherhood and breastfeeding and just being able to nurture another human being like just being my mother like how do you how did you make that transition into motherhood okay well thank you so much for the compliments that was so sweet um I'm still a wild child just a wild child mommy <laughs> but um you know what it was just like a motherly instinct. I I never really thought I was going to have kids. I um I don't know, I was afraid. I was afraid that I wouldn't be good enough. I wouldn't know what to do. And it was just like the moment that I saw him, like I never wanted to do anything else. It was like, oh, forget a club, forget this, forget life, forget people. I'm just so in love with this boy and I just want life to be so amazing for him and me. So I don't know. It, it just flowed. It just flowed so easy. Wow. I mean, you hear so many different stories about being a first time mom and, and the fears and things. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have like any books that you read when you were you know pregnant or did you get a lot of advice or did you just take things slow and just kind of you know naturally just really just handle each day by day so I did um I one of the first books I've read was what to expect when you're inspecting and it's kind of like a manual to being a mom like it covers everything 
so I would just like go I never like read book front to read books front to back I kind of like go back and just okay like for instance urinary tract infections or um and ladies those are common when you're pregnant by the way (laughs) um (laughs) yoga or just x-rays what to expect what's it supposed to look like you know like I just Pinterest googled everything um the only thing I didn't do was like birthing classes and I actually wish I had um because when I when I was about to deliver like I literally didn't know what to do like I cried I cried because I'm like oh I should have went I should have went like what do you do yeah Uh but it was so easy um my water didn't break so on its own so I didn't really have contractions um it was just an easy flow like that's what I'm saying motherhood just made me realize that I was just born to be a mom I was giving so much love to everyone else and when Wes Mm -hmm. came it was just like this abundance of love to him and it just felt so right it felt so organic it just felt like okay this is what I was supposed to be doing what was I doing before Like, this is what I was made yeah, for Yeah, right like, here. fuck these folks. Kind of like your, you know, your thing at your job. You know, it was just like, no, I'm a mom now. And, and that's all I want to be. <laughs> yeah, like, it's important to realize, like, your need to prioritize things. And for me, it's just like, let me prioritize my mental health over anything else. Because you can't perform as, you know, anyone. You can't even perform... It's hard to perform when your mental health is is really just being compromised. Mm-hmm. So the ability to be able to, you know, focus on him, uh, I'm sure, like, for you, it's just, like, such a gift. Yeah, especially coming from um, just such a rough pregnancy, rough, like, on my body, but just, like, mentally, um, just trying to stay stress-free. I lost my dog, Ticker. He was 11. I was going through some relationship problems and every time I would go to the doctor, they would say, hey, your blood pressure's high, like your blood pressure's high. And I'm like, I fucking know, I'm stressed as fuck. But, um, (laughs) you know, I just, I didn't have that connection before. Let me say that. Like I didn't, like most moms, like, oh my God, I talked to my baby and I rub him. It was just like, I couldn't do that. I I just protected him. I just, you know, I protected my belly, I protected my mind, but I didn't have that connection. And I just felt so bad as a mom, like, you know, why don't I feel the way these other moms feel? And um, then when I had him, it was just like, oh, the gates opened up and it was just like, okay, I got that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I got that feeling. But I think it was more so just geared towards my relationship. It was just really, really hard to be pregnant and just be happy and um I'm just so glad he came and he's healthy and he's safe and he is thriving (laughs) yes and I see you posting just about breastfeeding a lot so I kind of wanted to delve into that a bit and uh just the benefits are amazing you know if someone gets to spend you know, even one month or, you know, two months breastfeeding them, uh, their child. It's just one of those things that's so beneficial for the mom and the child. Did you have any type of um, classes or courses 
about breastfeeding? Um, did you have like a teacher while you're in the hospital? Um, so in the hospital, you know, they bring like the lactation specialist out and she was so supportive because, you know, when babies, some moms, they latch right on and it's perfect. But, you know, for us, it took maybe like a day or two. So I never really felt defeated though. I just was like, he's going to get it. You know, I, I mean, I guess my parents yeah. have always been like, you know, you you know, just do what you gotta do. So even as a as even as a baby, I would tell him, Come on, Wish, you got this. Like, come on, you can you can do it. And I really didn't think that he doesn't <laughs> comprehend that. But you know, eventually, oh my God, think about it. He's three now, he's still on my boob. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord. He's three and he's still on my boob. Now I did not expect that at all I thought I was going to be done at one and I thought I was going to be done at three Mm -hmm. two excuse me and Mm -hmm. now three I'm like really (laughs) West really (laughs) we gotta really but no classes um my a lot of my aunts um cousins you know tried breastfeeding so I saw it growing up and I don't know I just always felt like you know, maybe because I'm just this boho, natural kind of chick, but I just never really thought about mm-hmm. formula. It wasn't really an option for me. Um, I just mm-hmm. knew, okay, I can do this. And thank goodness, you know, it happened for me. Um, but let me go back and say formula is not bad. There are great formulas out there. So the moms that, you know, don't breastfeed or can't breastfeed, I mean, you still can have a healthy and safe baby let me say that um i yeah i just prefer um going this route (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i just i'm watching you admiration like oh my gosh this woman is is managing you know business she's managing mommyhood like hats (laughs) off to you let me give you your virtual flowers thank you i love flowers are they white roses can they be white? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever color, whatever type you Thank like. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's been challenging. And, you know, in the black community, that no one supports it. Um, you know, you're told to cover up or go to the back or go to the bathroom. And think about it. Why would a woman want to sit in the bathroom and breastfeed a baby? Like, you know. I just, I I never really paid attention to not having support. You know, I've always been one of those ones. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do what I got to do for me. But, gee, she was like, God, Lee, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are some communities out there, like some sectors um, that do promote breastfeeding in terms of, like, just seeking them out. Sometimes that Mm -hmm. can be a challenge. And, and the movements that are surrounding it are pretty awesome. Just having different spaces in the airport mm-hmm. I'm seeing pop up for breastfeeding. So I think that, you know, people are people are moving towards like being more open minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's for the, the greater good. It's for your health, you know, and for the health of the baby. So I think people are learning or getting new information. So I'm excited about, you know, where it's going. Yeah. 
But I definitely, I don't have any kids, but I definitely would not want to be sitting in a bathroom, especially not a right. women's bathroom. And then he got to a certain age where he would like throw the cover off. Just imagine trying to eat and you have like a cover thrown over your face. So even like my mom, my dad, people like, oh, you don't want to go in the back? No. You know, at the time, you know, his dad. <laughs> His dad at the time, hey, you gonna let them see your nipple? Well, you don't think they've seen a nipple before? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, right. Especially in this day and age. Right. Right. And come on, you guys. Like, I'm such an implied new person. So, um, you know, it's like... I don't know. I I, I just <laughs> never knew that it was gonna. I never thought it would be this way. How about that? I've been called like, yeah, you know, this is some sick, twisted stuff. She enjoys this. Do you really think I enjoy a baby still sucking on my boo? And then how, it's like, why would that be enjoyable? Like, I, I, I've just I've seen the craziest things or homecoming and guys like joking about it. And my mom, like, oh, my God, like, he's this age. Look at his legs. I mean, you just get so tired of hearing that. And it still doesn't deter me from stopping. So at that point, I'm just like, guys, please shut the fuck up. (laughs) Right. Like, let me live. Like, he's obviously happy and healthy. We're going to just leave him right there. I hear him in the background. So I left the room, guys, to have some quiet time. And he said, hey, come back to my room. (laughs) (laughs) too cute too cute but um you know for the most part i hope i really hope to be finished like you know hopefully tomorrow i don't know if that's gonna happen we're doing much better we're doing really really good but i think with covid just being in really really close quarters you know um Mm -hmm. his attachment is a little bit higher right now and, you know, yeah. I'm a total nudist. I sleep nude. I don't believe in, you know, going to bed with all that stuff on. And so he will sneak up on me while I'm asleep. So if I can, maybe I'm just going to have to, like, start sleeping in a full bodysuit, sweatsuit, something like that. But um, outside of night feedings, we are doing great. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So got it. Yeah. Maybe some, <laughs> some type of sports no, bra or something like that. <laughs> Oh, with the he's zippers. Three. Well, he is three, right? <laughs> so he, he does have that oh, dexterity. Oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows how to find it. I'm not even going to say it because then he'll come over. <laughs> but he knows oh, how to I find see. it. So, um, that's the challenging part right now. But, you know, it's my baby. It's all love. And I know it's, you know, the best thing for him. And boobs were made for babies they were made to feed your babies not yeah. to put in your man's mouth you know it's nice to do that or you want it it's nice to do that but you know they're they're here first <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's, it's just the body the human body is so amazing to me like it just never ceases to amaze me and i um man i don't i don't know how you balance that and like being a mom and breastfeeding and then like still being a businesswoman, it's just I'm in awe. Every time I'm like logging in, I see what you're doing and then I'll talk to you. You're like, yeah, I'm actually doing way more than I'm posting. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when I met you, like you were taking photos, you were a photographer, like you had this dope yeah, studio. I remember that day like, like you- it was yesterday. Um, yeah, so I'm still dabbling in <laughs> photography. Um, I have a social media 
um, small business right now. And of course, photography is incorporated in that. So it still goes hand in hand. Um, I don't do photography as much anymore because I am a 24-7 mommy. But now that Wes is getting a little bit older, he tags along and he actually does my BTS stuff. So it works out. Yeah, he will record me in my <laughs> shoe, and it's like the cutest thing. He's so into taking pictures. So it motivates me to kind of, you know, push it back, push it back. Because I really, really love doing photography. It's just more so the time and the editing. And, you know, it's just Got more it. than just taking the picture. Oh my gosh, I remember you just like sitting there for hours on these edits. I mean, the products were amazing, but I just never knew that, you know, all of that went into it. Yes, it does. And back then, I was probably doing shoes for what, $99 or something. And I mean, people just don't understand (laughs) not only just your creative concept, you shooting. You know, then you have to go home and you know edit your post production. It's it's a it's a it's a lot of work. It's not easy, but you know when you love it, the the work is easy, the job is easy. But that doesn't take the time away from it, and I don't think people always understand that point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I still love sure. photography. I think more than anything, I just start shooting him. And now that he's getting older, it's so hard mm-hmm. to get still pictures. So it's kind of nice to shoot families and friends now. Nice, nice. And then, like, you've also made a transition into uh, events, event planning, event hosting. I've, I've just been watching. I haven't had a chance to uh, come to anything. Did you come to anything? <laughs> It's interesting. <laughs> and the guys have really big ones. Like, it's, it's more so to me, it was like, whoa. Like, it was a sight to see because you don't really see stuff. You don't see ones like that unless, you know, it's on Pornhub or something. So the idea that men in Huntsville are really walking around packing like that, I was like, whoa. You know? <laughs> so for the people who don't know, like, uh, describe what exhibit is, like, how you transition into just like that thought process. Like, I know yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm it was an do. idea. Me, um, me and my b- business partner, hi Corey, we um came together on this idea of doing new sipping paints. Um, and it just took off. It was just this idea of. I, I enjoy sipping paints, but I never want to do anything with the pictures or I don't know. It just felt so maybe my wild child. It just wasn't enough of a thrill for me. Like, you know, just a regular sipping paint. I never me either. That. I'm like distracted. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, are we you done know, You don't yet? even like... care if your flower is pretty because it's just a flower. But it's something about just painting right. a penis, dick, you know, whatever you want to call it, that's just like just walking around the uh-huh. room swinging. It's just kind of interesting. I'm not even going to lie. And, you know, <laughs> just as you, like, the body is art to me. I love looking at the lines, the curves, just everything. And so just to have these men come in and they're so comfortable and they're so confident mm-hmm. with their bodies and explaining, you know, to women how they should be treated um and they love to cater to them and i mean it's just an amazing experience it's an irresistible sip and paint (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i'd probably definitely you know want some type of expansion on that you know (laughs) 
um, if I if I'm gonna participate, like you know, we can switch it yeah, up. Yeah, but I'm, ta- I'm just, I I get what you're saying, but it's just something about I don't know, yeah. just the 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 yeah, just the, the masculine aura energy, of just the men yeah. just walking around and just. I don't know. It's just like I would watch the women and the minute he comes in because he comes in a robe and then he drops it, comes into um, Pony, genuine. <laughs> and when he is, <laughs> the room is quiet. And then when he drops that robe, the snickers, the giggles, it's just like, and it's just amazing. I, I honestly thought the clientele that we were going to get would be between 21 and you know, 35. I'm 35 now. So, you know, just that age range. Well, no. It's like 35 plus. A 40 year old, like, that's their yeah. thing. And, you know, <laughs> I just was shocked. I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like that. But, hey, we were selling out. So, hey, you know, we, we definitely want to bring it back to doing stuff in studio. I think just with COVID, we're going to chill. We have at-home kids. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if you're interested, you can zoom um we're gonna do like live zoom meetups and you get to see everything that we get to see in the studio <laughs> yes i'm sure there's some people that yeah, are excited about definitely, that definitely <laughs> definitely so i mean you're just doing so much and still still managing motherhood like just transitioning it just seems so easy and just so flawless when I'm watching you um, go through these different transitions and I'm like, oh my gosh, where did she get the energy? Like, where where's your motivation come from? Like, what kind of resources um, do you use to make all these different transitions? Um, and for someone who's thinking about like, well, you know, maybe I want to get into something like that too. Like, what would you tell the listeners? Definitely do your research. And um, I don't know. I just think make a plan. That's really important. Like, write. Don't put it in your notes. Like, be actionable. Get a piece of paper. Get a pen. Get a pencil. And write down exactly what you want. What's the goal? Do you want to help people? Do you just want to make money? Like, what do you want? And then go from there. Which for exhibit for me, and I'll have to ask my business partner, it's kind of like a thrill. And, you know, just coming from having a nightclub called Thrill, it was just my thrill away from the thrill, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely the ultimate <laughs> Thank thriller. Thank <laughs> you. So, um, you know, I knew I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to do those things anymore because now I have West and nursing and, you know, I don't want to be drunk. I want to be a good mom and, you know, being drunk all the time, that's right. not a good mom. So, and not to say, let me take right. that back because you can get drunk when your kid goes to sleep. But the way that we were thrilling back in the day, we were drunk all day. So all day and all night. So <laughs> it was just impossible for me. So I think just right. my motivation or, you know, just everything around it was just west you know getting out of a relationship of being a stay-at-home mom you know just leaving that situation mm-hmm. I was just so afraid and I was just so nervous but then I was like my girl you have so many acquired skills like just roll with it and it just worked I mean I literally from having him to taking care of him to you know, becoming a single mom and doing my thing. When I say this stuff just flowed, it was like it was just waiting for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
You had I had everything I needed. And, you know, even with my marketing business, like, I am swamped. Like, hey, if somebody, you know, intern, you know, need want to help, hey, holler at me because I'm growing so fast. And my first priority is a mom. You know, people always talk about money. I'm getting to the money. I don't give a shit about money. As long as I can take care of my baby, I'm good. I want to be a mom. I want to be there with him because you don't get this forever. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. That's one thing I've always admired about you. Like, you were never, like, this super superficial person that had to have this and had to have that. Like, you're just full of joy and just you know what I have to have though like a peace of mind if like somebody's messing with my mind I'm irritated (laughs) I'm irritated that's it I really just you're right I just need a little I don't need much maybe a little tequila let's go to sleep you know just to (laughs) ease my mind and I'm good (laughs) yeah I just I think that you know when you when you talk about the change of the lifestyle it's important to emphasize like how necessary it is like if you're gonna start to nourish something else an idea a child like any of that like you just legit have to know like I can't do that Mm -hmm. type of stuff anymore like I gotta I I gotta move Mm -hmm. this way Mm -hmm. exactly and that comes with clarity and a little bit of growth and you're never gonna you're not gonna get that until you're ready to receive it and let me just say that until you're ready to grow up, you will never grow up. You have to, you almost have to check yourself and say, okay, the life that I'm living is not getting me where I want to be. So what can I do to get me where I want to be? And if it's removing this person, this situation, this vice, that's when you see like how hard you really want it. Because sometimes you have to drop some stuff off, but you can always, you know, go back and pick it up later, but you're going to get to the point where you're not even going to want it anymore because you would have elevated, and that's the key to growth. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Well, I thank you for these gems. I thank you for the conversation, just for sharing it and being open about the different transitions you're making. For people who want to find you, <laughs> if you want to be found, no! Um, how to- <laughs> How they do so? You know what? So I really, I like being low key. Despite what people think, I get a lot of attention, but I don't try to. I try to be so chill and quiet and it just never works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and Miss Quinette, M-I-S-S-Q-U-I-N-E-T-T-E. That's long. (laughs) Or the business exhibit Huntsville Um, but definitely say hello if you hear us on here and thank you so much for having me like I'm so honored to do this you are like such an inspiration to me you've always been amazing I wish I had half half of the strength you had because you are the shit <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate those virtual friends. <laughs> I appreciate those words yeah, of affirmation. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, take care. Okay, we'll talk to you soon.